started going down department stores, literally looking at who are all the brands that they carry and how many of those brands are designers of color and realized that less than 1% at the time were designers of color. And I was like, okay, this is it. I have to at least try to be a part of the solution. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. It's been a minute, y'all. And yes, that's my new intro, and it's Brandice Daniel of Harlem Fashion Row, keeping it a buck about the true lack of diversity in fashion at every level. And I can only hope that the knowledge I share here is being part of the solution. Now, happy cuffing season. What that means is people try to couple up and get cozy before that hawk hits you. Well, in LA, there is no hawk, let's be real. But we are still cuffing, and that means, ladies, that we are stealing hoodies. Now, of course, we have our own, but we want yours as well. Don't fight it, fellas. But, you know, I get on my nerd train, and I must know how the hoodie became a cult favorite in the wardrobe that defies age, trends, time, and space. Okay, maybe not the last two, but let's get into some of these straight facts. The word hood derives from the Anglo-Saxon word hood, ultimately of the same root as the English word for hat. The garment's style and form can be traced back to medieval Europe as a preferred clothing for monks. Look at that, it's from the church, y'all. A hoodie is a blessing, clearly. But also, I suspect medieval Europe was rainy and required a functional cover-up. The hooded pullover is a utilitarian garment, the one we love, originated in the 1930s in the US for workers in cold New York warehouses. The earliest clothing style was first produced by Champion in the 1930s and marketed to laborers working in freezing temperatures in upstate New York. The term hoodie entered popular usage in the 1990s. Y'all probably have a champion hoodie in your closet right now. I know I do, but yeah, shit, I have to look for it. I hope I can find it in my closet. There's a lot of hoodies in there. The hoodie became popular in the 1970s with several factors contributing to its success. Yup, you knew it was coming. Hip hop culture, <clears throat> AKA poor black and brown children developed in New York City around this time and high fashion also took off during this era as Norma Kamali and other high profile designers embraced and glamorized the new clothing. Most critical to the hoodie's popularity during this time was its iconic appearance in the blockbuster Rocky. Then the rise of hoodies with university logos began around this time. By the 1990s, the hoodie had evolved into a symbol of isolation, a statement of academic spirit. And for me, it was more the latter. I didn't grow up in grunge Seattle, so, but I understand that expression. Okay, men, I will give you your flowers since it was young men, often skateboarders or surfers, who sported the hoodie and spread the trend across the West, most significantly in California. Tommy Hilfiger, Giorgio Armani, and Ralph Lauren, for example, used the hoodie as the primary component for many of their collections in the 1990s. There was even a uh, crystal studded hoodie made by um, Diddy that was acquired by the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. 
Now in Brisbane, they launched a hoodie free zone initiative um, with shopkeepers encouraged to ask hoodie wearers to leave as part of an initiative to educate businesses on how they can avoid armed robberies in which the hoodie type of clothing is often worn. Now, wait a minute. Robberies. I thought hoodies were functional and fashionable. So where does all this negativity come from? It is more complex than we thought. The Ku Klux Klan wears hooded robes, but that's not what we really think of when we think of a hoodie. By the 21st century, it had gained a negative image, being associated with troublemaking, intimidating teens, and antisocial behavior. There's like a ton of studies around this, y'all. Psychologically, the appeal of the hoodie as its promise of anonymity, mystery, and anxiety. The point of origin is black American hip hop culture, now thoroughly mainstream and a key part of the global economy. Leisure and sportswear adopted for everyday wear suggests a distance from the world of office suits, especially with a lot of us now working from home and needing to be comfortable during COVID. Rap culture celebrates defiance as it narrates the experience of social exclusion. Musically and stylistically, it projects menace and danger as well as anger and rage. The hooded top is one in a long line of garments chosen by young people, usually boys, to which are ascribed meanings suggesting that they are up to no good. When the hoodie was depicted in an FBI composite drawing of Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, the hoodie became more linked to seedy, threatening criminality um, but it never seemed to tarnish the image of Mark Zuckerberg, who often wears a plain gray zip-up hoodie rather than a business suit, and hoodies became a staple garment in Silicon Valley. But from the tragic death of Trayvon Martin, the hoodie as an activist symbol emerged. To a neighborhood watch volunteer in Sanford, Florida, gated community, the young man in a, quote, a dark hoodie, a gray hoodie was a suspicious guy. That's what George Zimmerman told the 911 dispatcher before he shot and killed 17-year-old Trayvon. Zimmerman says he acted in self-defense and he has never been charged with a crime. Geraldo Rivera said the hoodie is as much responsible for Trayvon Martin's death as George Zimmerman was. Rivera warned parents not to let their children wear hoodies unless it's raining or they're at a track and field event. He said it sends a sinister signal. You cannot rehabilitate the hoodie, Rivera said. Stop wearing it. So obviously we're not gonna stop wearing hoodies. As a sign of solidarity, hundreds of supporters walked in a million hoodie march in New York after the incident and folks were post, uh, posting selfies with hoodies as a call for justice in the Martin case. Former Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm, she said the hoodie is a way of expressing support for the Martin family. She also said in an email, and for all the sons of African-American families who bear the heavy burden of other people's negative assumptions. It's tough to find an American closet that doesn't have a hoodie hanging in there. Send a search engine out into the ether seeking images of people wearing hoodies and it'll bring home photos of all kinds of celebrities from Selena Gomez to Muhammad Ali and many others as well as athletes, college kids, blue collar workers, and yes, criminals. 
As the hoodie became associated with black hoodlums in the media, some black people avoided them and others embraced them. The public image of the hoodie made it into a statement of racial pride and defiance, solidarity with the community, an emblem of belonging, and all of that reinforced the negative associations for those who were inclined to be afraid of assertive black people. In 2015, Oklahoma State Representative Don Barrington proposed a bill to criminalize wearing a robe, mask, or other disguise in public that would intentionally conceal the wearer's identity. It was basically a bill um, that attempted to criminalize the wearing of a hoodie. Um, but that would be like passing a bill to ban Halloween costumes because criminals could wear them to commit crimes, right? If we learned anything from the Gap Times Yeezy hoodie selling out in less than 24 hours, we learned that the hoodie is here to stay. So steal your partner's hoodie with style and have a great cuffing season. And as always, peace.